This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code PANTS. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code PANTS for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code PANTS. PANTS! Well, welcome back. Thank you, Kate. I I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because I haven't been away like that in years. Mm-hmm. I went hard. I went hard in Paris. As you should. And I love that I did. Because it was like, I don't know, inspiration. You look around, there's no city more beautiful. The people are stunning. They dress so well and, but it's not like over the top. They're not trying to be anything. They just like look great. The food is fantastic. You walk, all you do is walk. We, we walked, we biked, we walked, we biked, we shopped, we ate, we drank. Considering we've been locked in a house for two years, practically. Yeah. You needed it. Yeah. Getting like getting let out of a cage. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I'm back. I was in Paris, by the way. I don't know if I said that. While you were gone, I really hurt my wrist. I see your bandage. Yeah. I need to actually go to the doctor and have them look at this because it's not good. It doesn't look good. Like I have pain shooting up my arm to where I actually couldn't sleep the other night. So I couldn't get comfortable. That's fun. I'm so sorry. I am too. It's what I do though. I overexert myself and I don't realize it in the moment. And then hours later, I think, ouch. Yeah. And then it all goes downhill. Yeah. That's what happens when you get older. I hate to say it. I hurt my foot. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah. I how how someone bruises the ball of their foot couldn't tell you but it happened to me and it's not pleasant wow what else happened to you while I was gone I just got injured a little bit I had a lot of stuff to do and I just got I got injured well let's be real you we know you you did a lot and you did too much I did I did so maybe next time go a little 
easy on yourself. You don't have to get it all done in yeah. one fell swoop. Yeah, but I, I, I had to. Okay. I had to. Anyway, anyway, uh, anyway. So that was my exciting week. Was that I'm wow. injured and <laughs> I mean, truly. I told you when I was driving I home, know, I had to put my, I had to like make a sling with the t-shirt to keep my, my arm elevated. Cause when it was hanging down the blood flow, it was like throbbing. Was, yes. So I was driving like this, you know, I think your boxing hasn't helped you with this wrist problem. And then I took a break from boxing because my body was getting a little beat up. So I actually right. have taken a pause that reason you should you've injured yourself and now every time you use your wrist it's like no we're not ready Oof. yeah yeah no no fun no good but anyway we'll figure it out well that sounds great what a great week yeah really you should have come to paris I'm, i should have but I've, i like yeah you don't like to leave the house no i like to leave the house and i love paris paris isn't my go-to place okay if there's I could a go lot of and, places i mean it's not i know like, but i'd like to go to i'd really like to go to germany if i was going to fly overseas i'd really like to go to germany okay all right but i'm well, so glad you had fun and i'm glad thank to see you. your face um i know it's it nice to see your face too very quiet here without you i miss my 8 a.m phone calls <laughs> were you excited when you got one this morning yes i was so happy i was I excited actually when waited. i got one yesterday I actually waited because I woke up at five and yeah. I was like, I can't call her now. I have to wait. That's not very nice. Good morning. Oh, I'm, up at like, <laughs> I'm up at like seven or seven thirty. So sometimes even six thirty. So it's okay. Uh, hours went by and the sun was not up yet. It was so weird. That's and the cool. best. Yeah. It's the best. I wish I could get on that clock, but it's not very reasonable because I went it, to bed at nine, which is kind of like. A little it's the greatest. Mm. Look, in about a week, you're going to be back to normal. I know. So, I know. You know okay. Enjoy enjoy the schedule while you have it. Also, we don't know if the show got picked up. We're supposed nope. to know soon. I told you how great it would be if we were in the middle of recording and we got an, we got like an email or a text, a text with our fate. Oh, Christ. Well, maybe when we uh, record next week's episode. We'll know. I'd we'll like know. to know just to like know what's happening in my life same or what you know what steps i need to take well the thing the problem is that you know we're you're you're in limbo i know i am like well, no yours, one's in, nobody's no you know usually people don't want actors in second position productions don't want actors in second position no. because they want their things to go, move forward without any hiccups and so you know actors waiting to hear about a pickup are left in limbo because it's like ah tech, I, I can work but can I get the work right under these circumstances? You can't get the work because like you said, because second position for everyone out there means like you're technically available for a part, but not really because the show could start at any point And then first position is the L word so that like they can just take you away. So nobody wants to take that risk. Mm -mm. So, so here we sit. Here we sit. It's like I'm waiting to get a letter of acceptance into a university. Yeah. Although I've never applied to but a university. Not at all like I that. can imagine yeah. this is what it feels like to <laughs> to 17 and 18 year olds. Well, except their whole life hinges on that. True. Ours is like we've lived a life and you know, 
This True. is just like, what's we met, the next hey, listen, step? I think we did pretty well considering neither one of us went to university. <laughs> Kate, I couldn't have gotten in if I tried. Oh, Alicia, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I remember in uh, high school, the mm-hmm. guidance counselor pulled me in. She was really concerned about me um, because I wasn't interested in going to a university or a state school. I didn't have the grades. I, I just didn't. But she was really concerned that I didn't. I had no interest and she had more confusion over the fact that that my parents also weren't pushing me to do that either. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, this is the only path in life. No, it's not. It's not at all. And my, my, you know, respect to my mom, the woman had called my mom really concerned. And my mom said, look, I'm not dropping, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on an education. I know this kid doesn't want. Right. But you couldn't even get in anyway. So what was the point of the conversation? Exactly. I was like, but I also, but the best part of not being able to get in is that I didn't want to get in. Right. I I didn't want to spend another four years being forced to learn something because it's part of a curriculum that you have to get for credits. Like, I'm good. I did that for high school. But how about the the counselor knew you couldn't get in, but was upset that you didn't want to get in? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you go to an academic school that's all based on academics I mean this was like the furthest thing from some sort of artistic you know environment you can imagine wow and smart kids went to my school I just don't think I was one of them (laughs) it doesn't sound like it that's why I know you and I would have been friends in high school we both would have been finding out ways to how to like cheat on these tests so we could graduate and get the hell out as soon as possible I had so many different ways I cheated I was so good at it. But I, for me, they were just happy to see me like graduate and, you know, have some sort of like direction. Yeah. But like in our, t- they were like, oh, it's theater. Oh, act. Yeah. Let her go. Go. My parents made were you happy. all about it. But I'm saying the school was like, that makes sense. That's great. That's great. You had that supportive environment. I know. Yeah. I think my school was like, get her out. <laughs> get her out. She's not our problem any longer. And I pretty uh, much went from graduation problem. to the train and went to New York. And yeah. I was like, I am done. I'm out of here. Right. Look at us. Here Wait, we are. Waiting for a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, so. We're back to our Q&A's. Yeah, we're going to do a Q&A um, month, probably, and then yep. get back on the recaps. Yeah, we're going to plan another virtual event. Uh, yes. I think our intention is early December. That's what we're looking yes. at. We're going to solidify like a that holiday next show. week. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you like my idea, though. I'm going to string lights. I'm going to string lights. I'm going to have a lot of, like, cute christmas stuff happening in our background i know know. you love your christmas decorations well it's december kate if we do it it's you should allow me to i'm totally gonna allow you to do it and Um, i know i'll be forced to help you do it of course of course you will i wonder if you'll get into christmas when you're older i am older no like older older i don't dislike christmas it's just christmas for me comes with a lot of pressure because i everyone there's so many people in my family who have December birthdays and they all fall in like a 10 day span. So what are you expected to do? That's so high pressure. Like 
like sometimes it's like sometimes it's birthday parties if it's a significant year it's you know presents it's this it's that it's just like a lot of stuff it's never just like oh it's christmas and then it's new year's no for me it's like birthday 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 birthday, cousin's birthday manager's birthday uh, you know so-and-so's birthday my birthday another person's birthday new year's yeah that sounds hard it's a lot i coast through december I'm like, this is like a nice break. Because your birthday's in July. I know. But I mean, people around me, except for you. I coast. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard also because my mom, you know, she's, you know, it's just her in Philly and I'm an only child and I wasn't able to spend her 80th with her last year because of COVID. So I'm going to spend her 81st um, with her this year. And yeah, uh, you are. Yeah. And so, and travel during, travel during, and she's like right before Christmas. So travel, traveling during that time of year is always tricky because either the weather can be terrible or, you know, airports are completely crazy. Maybe they won't be because of COVID still, who knows? Um, it's just a, it's a whole lot of responsibility. Yeah. I had but a 20 hour trip from you had a 20 hour door trip, to door. Yeah. That's major. With masks the whole time. It's a fucking nightmare. Yep. Yep. <sighs> well, yep. that's going to be fun. We're going to have another live show, Chris, or yeah, holiday themed. And we're going to start season two of the original L Word. Yeah, which I'm excited about because you miss them. It's our first one without one. You already missed it. I know, it. but I just enjoyed it. I, I, I just, I just enjoyed walking down that memory lane and yeah watching it because I see it from such a different perspective now than I did I know, back then. Same. It's so much fun. I'm a little worried about season two. I'm not going to lie. Why? Because I, isn't that the season it jumped the shark and then it got its footing no, again Alicia, in season three? If the three? show jumped the shark in season two, the show had serious problems. No, it, the show jumped the shark in six. Yeah. Four okay. was, I remember season four was the transition season because we lost Aaron and we lost Sarah and do we lose anyone else? No, but I don't, maybe just those two, but they were sig- very, very significant. And then we um, had new characters coming on. One of them being Rose Rollins, who's just a gift of a human yeah. being. We were yes. so lucky. And that was the transition year, but I don't think it really jumped the shark that year. Six was when it kind of shit the bed. Okay. Well, I remember something about season two. So when we start it, it's all going to come back. Fantasies. I think me, Jenny has fantasies. I remember there is was a circus because I dressed up as a lion tamer. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. I think you're thinking. Well, I'm that. excited to find out. So we'll start that back up in December and all of November and a little bit of right now, a little bit of October. The last week of October, we're going to do some Q&As. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Wasn't I coming over? I hope you do. Yeah. I, can I tell you what I do? It's so bad. I, t- I, I turn put, off the lights so I you do. don't be bothered. I, I can't. I it's not my thing. Me too. I did it one year. I highly enjoy the costumes, but it's the it lasts for hours. It yeah. starts at like before sundown and then mm-hmm. lasts until It like, starts at like 4 p.m. over yeah. here. And it and goes I, until about nine. And so I feel stuck at the front door. Yep. And I don't 
I don't know. I can't find like my footing in it. Like where I'm like, yeah, this is, I have a whole purpose tonight. Um, that's part of the reason why I'm coming over. So I can have my car out of the driveway and people realize I'm not home. And you can also sit in the dark with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming over. You just have to tell me what time. Okay. And I know Mo misses banjo. So this will be great. A great reunion for everyone. Great. Oh, did I tell you I'm getting grass? No. I'm like. But I figured as much. Legit grass. Legit grass? Yeah. Like sod. Like I'm going to have like a lawn, like, like in a park. Great. That's great for the drought. Kate. I'm just saying, you know, I hate grass. (laughs) I know. So I'm letting you know for your dog, Mo's going to enjoy it. It's just a tiny section. It's it's like, you know, the section. Oh, it's a small section. Yeah. It's not that huge. It's not like the whole. God, okay. it made me sound like you so made it sound like with water. When you said, well, you said park. Okay, I said park, but I was what I meant by park was the type of grass you see in a park where you're like, how do they have this grass? Right, sod. The big, they're, they weigh, oh, they, because, they, yeah. they weigh hundreds of pounds and they roll it out and you can't walk on it. And it's just so it can, yeah. you know. Yeah, because the grass right. I have, <clears throat> let's be real, it's like a mixed salad. It's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. What is it? It's green, but I don't know what it is. Is it even grass? Probably I not. I haven't seen grass at your house in ages. I don't remember. Right. So I feel like it's going to be like, oh, there's, that's a, that's a, a lawn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought Mo would be excited. Hey, Mo, this is getting grass. <laughs> All right. She gave the thumbs up. She's happy. I should have it by Halloween. That's my point. Mo, it'll be there by Sunday. Huge smile on her face. She doesn't know what to do with herself. All right. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands? And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Kate and Misha. My name is Brittany, and I first want to let you guys know how much I love you both in this podcast. Um, I just wanted to ask a quick question. Uh, the past two years have been really difficult for pretty much everybody, and people have had to find a lot of different ways to cope. I know motivational quotes and things work for a lot of people, but they never really got to me. But I did read one a few months ago that said something along the lines of, you have yet to meet all the people you are going to love. And I don't know, it was it was really comforting to me. It gave me something to look forward to. So I was just wondering if there was any quote or a saying or anything that helps you when you're feeling down. That's a great quote. I've actually come across that quote. I saw it on Instagram on some meme. It's great. And it's true. Well, you and I have been talking lately about how little friends we have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just that like we have the smallest little circle of friends and I'm so happy with it. Is that oh, because when you were away and Anna's away and you asked how my week was, I said it was pretty quiet because, you know, yeah, the majority of my friends were uh, off in (laughs) Europe. (laughs) Yeah. And we, you know, with the friends I was with, we were talking about the same thing. And I was surprised because they're very social. And I was like, really? But they mean like the core, like a really core group of really tight, close friends. Yeah. So the thought of like, you know, the possibility of meeting people you're going to love is so beautiful. Yeah. I guess I I, I sort of consider that. I relate that to heartbreak in a way, because when your heart, when your heart gets broken, it just feels like the world will never be bright again and you're never going to be happy again. And, you know, time does heal all wounds and then you come out of it and, you know, there are people out there that really love you and that and love you for you and, and you love them. And it's like this beautiful union. And you're, when, when you were heartbroken, you would never have assumed that could happen to you again. Right. Are you, do you feel heartbroken about the group of friends you have and you can't wait to meet some new ones? <laughs> no. Not at all. I I know a lot of people and and so do you. But I don't know if I'd consider any of them like my friends that I would call. When do you think is the time you realize somebody is very very close to you? Like times of sadness when you share that or the happy times? Mm, that's a good question, Leish. I think it's interesting as you get older because your Rolodex does begin to thin out. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I think, comes with like your life and your responsibilities. You know, maybe you get married or you have kids or your job, you know, whatever. And I used to think that a good and I think time has a lot to do with it. Like to have a good friend, I think you really need to have some solid time with them. A lot of range in the time spent as well. Right. Right. Yeah. My cousin used to say it takes five years to make a good friend, 10 years to make a best friend. And I always like that. 
But there are times where someone you've known for many, many, many years, you actually start to grow distant from for whatever reason, because life takes you into separate paths and it's out of your hands, really. It's just the natural evolution of things. I can't think of a quote that has inspired me lately. Oh, I wasn't and I, talking about quotes. Shit, I totally went uh, off No, I, I thought you were finished with your thoughts. So I went back to her question. Oh, I'm glad you did because I went completely off. Go ahead. Listen, I love everything you said. I'm just trying to think the last time because I do read, you know, I read those ones on Instagram as well. And I love it. They just kind of pop they up sometimes. Yeah, they pop up and then, or somebody you follow, you know, puts one up. Um, right. And I got to be honest, they've all left my brain, but I've enjoyed them when they came up. <laughs> I got on my Peloton bike for the first time today. That was pretty. She had a lot of those quotes coming oh, out of the screen. The Peloton it's instructors. It's about today. It's about now. It's Own about your power. <laughs> your power is your character. Oh, oh, yeah, all of it. But can you believe I got on that thing? It was like climbing Mount Everest. Was to tell hard? myself. Did you, have, did you do the half hour or the 45 minutes? I minute? did a half hour. I'll tell you what, though. I, I haven't, you know this, and you've been kind of, and my girlfriend in room's been kind of watching me, like, forget to work out. And I used to love it. I used to love to run. And I, I don't know what it is. I just kind of didn't care in the last couple of years. But anyway, I was like, no, Leisha, you need to care because it's about also about your heart. It's about like, it's not uh, always about weight and, you know, no, looking no, it's good. About it's about health and health. endurance and your, yeah, your heart. Yeah. But you know it, what? Exercising what? is um, it's a habit and it's very easy to fall out of the habit. Very. I can just think of a million other things I'd rather do. And I do those instead. Right. Anyway, really switch that up today. Good for you. And you did it all before 11 a.m. I'm impressed. Good for you. Like out of at five. I am. I, I mean, like I said earlier, I took I had to take a little pause from boxing because my body was getting beat up. I, I agree with that choice. But um, I also think you that, do the same thing every day. That's not good either. Like your body, sh you know, you should move yeah, it around it made in different me feel ways. Good. It made me feel good. Like I felt satisfied. Yes. Every time I left. My boxing spot, like I, it made me happy. It gave me oh, something that's it fulfilled then. something inside of me. And but I'm just kind of, you know, physically beat up. And now that I hurt my stupid wrist, I'm going to be down for the count for even longer. And but I thought of two things if you're interested, what? since your wrist is bad. What? I hate to hike. Hate. Oh, I hate it. I hate. I, hate. I was like, should I go for a hike? I hate. Let me tell but you. But we could take hiking. the dogs out. We could take the dogs. We could, you know, climb one of these canyons here. No. Okay. It was just a passing thought when I was on the bike. I was can like, I, I'm going to do this me, and I'm going to do that. Here's yeah. my thing. Can let me tell you something about hiking. There's two things I hate about hiking. One is I hate an aimless hike. Let's go hiking. Well, where am I hiking to? To like a, to, to, to a waterfall, to a picnic spot. Like I want to have an end goal when I hike. Don't just aimlessly have me hike. Secondly, when I hike... I use that. I, I always think of hiking as a thing to like, kind of, sort of like raise your heart rate and get some um, blood pumping, uh, cardio, circulation. Or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, circulation. And so I can't really talk because I'll get out of breath. It sort of like kills my rhythm of, you know, cardio. Okay. So I just keep 
earbuds in and I don't talk. So I don't think I'd be a fun hiking partner for you. I don't need, uh, actually, those kind of hikes bother me more when you have to like chit chat the whole way up the hill because I'm dying too. Because I don't like talking when I hike. I just want to listen to a podcast. And... Something, right. It's like, I like music. So we could put our earphones, what are they called? Earbuds, Earbuds. in. And we yeah. can not talk to each other, but we can get that done. Here's what I hate about hiking. The mm. sun. Yep. It beats down on you in this it town. Does. Because there's yep. the t- it's not, not a lot of foliage happening. And then you're just like hardcore sun. And you're like, what is this? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And they have a sunburn. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go back up again. Right. The second thing I can't stand about hiking in Los Angeles is how many people you know on the hike. Well, oh, and let's not forget that little thing. It's like it's a like, night at a club. It's like a fucking high hey, school hi. reunion. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Hi. And you just, no, just like, no. Okay, so let's not do that. Here's my other one. <clears throat> tennis? You should call Anna. Anna plays tennis every Saturday. Why I know. Don't you call I might, her? Like, and your friend her is a and, teacher. Yeah, a really good teacher. So I thought of that too. And I thought, oh, that's kind of fun because remember I told you I liked pickleball? Yeah, you do. So I don't know. I'm throwing it out there as a winter okay. activity. Okay. But these were all the thoughts I was having on the Peloton bike on my first day of working out. I was like, okay. An when I see you for Halloween, as we hide from children asking uh-huh. for candy, we can get into this more and really like plan out something. Okay. While I Perfect. physically heal my body. Yeah. Because your, because your wrist, which one hurts? Your right, right hand. Which is the worst. Oh, that sucks. I know. I thought maybe your left. That you could I wish just it was my left. Tie it against your chest. Should we do the next question? Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Sarah. I'm 20 and I'm from Montreal. So my friend and I, um, her name is Justina. We have a plan to move out together within a year or so. But we've been like both met with such negative comments about us moving out together. I know that you guys live together and with Mia Kirshner, I believe. So um, I was just, like, I just wanted advice on living with friends. I think that Justina and I are already pretty good at communication and respecting boundaries. But all the comments we've gotten are about how we're going to lose our friendship completely if we move out together. So, oh, and the fact that I'm a Taurus and she's a Leo has been mentioned. Don't really know what that means, but do with that what you will. Also, uh, we met you guys during the looped, like, virtual event, um, the meet and greet. And the time cut as soon as Kate asked us if we're dating we're not. Um, not that you guys remember, because you guys have like a thousand like people to meet. But we're just friends, and her partner is really lovely. So, anyways, thank you guys. Bye. I actually do remember you living roommates with friends. It's I tricky. I can see. I can see why some people in your life are saying to you that it might ruin your friendship. I can see that. Well, it's because things come up when you live together and mm-hmm. it's it's habits that people have that you might not otherwise know um, if unless you live with them. So let's say somebody leaves dirty dishes or what if they're like dirty or they don't do their laundry and they let it pile up. Think, I can't think there's a million things that could happen that might bother you. Um, and then you have to discuss those things with a roommate. And it's not the person you've chosen to be with as far as like 
a lover where you're like, whatever you do, you're my person. And we're moving in together. This is like a friend. So you kind of always have that like weird distance that can be, can get a little sticky if these things come up. That's what I think. But that being said, I also think you could have the best time of your life. There's also something to keep in mind. Do you two girls share the same group of friends? Because there's a sort of dependency that can happen. And from that dependency could maybe form a jealousy if one of you has plans that you're not including the other one in. Oh, that's um, interesting. And and I'm just thinking like that can also play a part in making, you know, this sort of fantasy of being roommates turn into a, a bit of a emotional disaster. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, but can I also say that I've lived with some of my best friends in my early 20s. And I can't think of a better time in my life. I look back at those pictures and we had a great time. <laughs> we, I lived with some of my friends in New York and we had a great time, but there was also um, some, we had fun, but there was also, there's just, you know, there's just sort of um, dependency, I suppose. Yeah, you you have each other all the time. I mean, look at us in Vancouver, Kate. We were we were in our late twenties, mid to late twenties, and we had all right. this stuff come up. But we were there for a purpose. We were there for six months, and it was yeah. like summer camp. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, it's the right. Making this is of like you're signing time. a lease. And now you're signing a lease, and you know, one, this person works here and has a girlfriend. This other one works there. Uh, that they can share come up the when, same they, when you have when you have. Um, girlfriends or boyfriends come yeah, over like the and social then... dynamics are going to and i'm not trying to dissuade you know dissuade you from doing this it's just something to keep in mind is that like the social politics of things can shift a little bit without you even realizing it definitely but i live with friends and had a great time too yeah i would say for sure do it try it absolutely and if you if you both just try to communicate a lot through it if you both find that it might not be working, then, yeah. you know. Absolutely. And agree to walk he, away before you destroy everything. And make that agreement with each other as well at the top. So if by acknowledging, you know, if this isn't working for me, I'm going to want to get out of this and agree to that. Just so if that moment does come up, the other party isn't completely shocked by what you're saying, vice versa. Um, but I do remember them. Oh, the two, the two of them. Mm -hmm. Oh I yeah. Did. I was like, remember what? Yeah. Them. I remember them. She said, I don't think you'd remember. Um, but I did because I had asked that question and the damn thing got cut off. So I didn't get my answer, but they seem like a couple, which is why I was asking. But we had fun when we were roommates. You and I? Oh my God. Please. So much fun. So much fun. And I'm not a roommate and person. I really don't like roommates, but that was a really good time. Yeah, I'm not a roommate person either. Remember all like the funny fights you, me and Mia would get in? Oh, man. Over the dumbest shit. And then we'd laugh like two seconds later. Yeah, there later. was one argument that happened where one of you was on the staircase and I was standing in the kitchen. <laughs> I remember this. And I was thinking, you were like, this uh -oh. is a disaster. And I can't <laughs> even remember what it was. Me either, but I remember, 
remember the whole staircase thing. Like somebody was up high and yes. we were, we were screaming yelling down at, each at other. the other one. <laughs> and then and then we all we all laughed. Like ten minutes went by, and we couldn't believe it. And all of Mia's artwork all over the <laughs> the the, and then finding that little tiny room off the yeah. TV room. And it, she I mean, it looked like a converted it. weird closet that uh-huh. like no one had discovered, but we did. And we're like, oh, this is our spot. And next thing we know, it's like covered with all of her stuff. Hello, and, hello. Can I? What are you doing in here? here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that was fun. Weren't we roommates? We were roommates second season. Uh Uh-huh. And for two years, right? Well, me and I were roommates longer, and then you you joined the party. Right. I know. I know. Um, But I recall the final season we were roommates, too, just you and I. I Yeah, we were like, let's do it again. Yeah, we lived on the West End. Yep. Like right behind uh in that really hotel. white, it was like white, um, there was white carpet. And we, yes. I remember that. It was like it looked like a little like like old lady condo. Yes, because it we wasn't so old lady happy condo. Up, happy up there. I didn't mind that place. No, I loved it. It was a cute little neighborhood. We were like, let's try the west side. Yeah. Cause your aunt had said she, that's where she liked it. So we were like, let's try it over there. She did, didn't I she? I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Was she up there? She must have been working shot up there or something. Up there, yeah. That's right. That's right. She did say she liked the West End. I always liked the West End. There was just we were always being stuck in like Gastown or Yelltown or something. We were. Oh, try- I think we were trying to be like hip. No, I think we were trying to branch out because we knew it was our last year. No, we I like, mean Let's before feel more that. Of the city. Yeah, we were trying. Yeah, and we also never lived over on Commercial Drive, which was. A thought if we were going to have another season, we thought maybe we would try that. Yeah. I never really connected to commercial drive personally. Right. It seems sort of out of the way. I don't know Far. why I felt that, but I did. Cute little street, though. So cute. That's where all the lesbians were, remember? Mm hmm. That's, That's right. what they said. So we started looking. Shop. Oh, yeah, there was a sign shop. <laughs> That was a very well curated sex shop. It was, and everybody in the cast got something, and then we'd all talk about what we got. And the, but I have to give credit to the women that worked there because they were very discreet. Yes. I wonder if they were like, "Huh, she picked that." <laughs> I'm sure. I wouldn't have thought, but she picked that. Huh. Interesting. I didn't think she liked that color. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we like to well, appeal to around? <laughs> I think we oh. all like at the top of the season. We like, that's what I'm we saying. Took, we, we piled in a car and took a field trip. That's what I'm saying. We, <laughs> that's what I mean. We all went. We got each got something. We it was you, me, uh, Mia, Mia, Aaron, Aaron. Was it Aaron? I think Aaron was there a few times. I mean, this happened like every year. <laughs> and then we'd like throw him out when we left. <laughs> <laughs> we go back. We well, we got to stock up again. Didn't Mia get busted? Um, wasn't she going off to see her boyfriend at one point, and she had packed a lot of that stuff on her carry on, and it beeped. <laughs> and when she was going through security, and the guy opened it up, and he like was expecting to find like a gun, but he found something else. She was like, "Sorry." 
<laughs> it's one uh, of the best stories. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go into what we all had, but I'm not going to. I'm like biting my tongue right now. I don't even remember what we all had. I remember this one certain thing that a that bunch you of had us got. or that somebody else had. Uh, we all, a lot of us got it. <laughs> anyway. I don't. Okay. Anyway. Okay. What did she ask? Whatever. Is I'm that sure TMI we answered it. If you share that, I think it's TMI. Maybe. No. Then what was it? Oh no! Wait, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. I That's what I was asking. The, the Is that story. TMI to oh, share? The, that? Yeah. If I really describe okay. it, sure. All right. Let, then let's move on. Hey, my name's Kaylee, and I'm a 23 year old English teacher from Massachusetts. I have two cats and a dog, and I want to know what's the most annoying or rude thing your pets have ever done. Um, I'll go first. The other day, I was getting some work done, and my cat looked me right in the eye and stuck her paw in my cup of tea. She also just knocked a glass jar off the table and broke my laptop. My dog's annoying trait is that, well, it's not really her fault, but she's bald because she has alopecia, so I have to change her clothes and put lotion on her, which is something I didn't think I'd ever have to do with a dog. Although she's just really rude in general and has kind of an attitude problem, but I love her so much and I spoil her like crazy. Um, let me know what annoying things your pets do. Thank you. I love this question. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about how cute her dog must be. I know. With little clothes and alopecia. Yeah. Little bald head. <sighs> I Will know you send that, us a picture yeah, on our Instagram? Yeah, please do. I know that my animals, I mean, they have such strong personalities. Like the hierarchy goes Charlie, <laughs> Mo, and then then the two of us. Oh, I was like, what's, I thought you were about to mention a third pet. Mm-mm. No, we're underneath them. No, I know. What is a rude thing? What does Charlie do? Charlie loves to, I mean, Charlie, you cats. She, she poos in your, you made a little special box outside. Oh, she killed my fucking plant. And then she started going over the little wall you made oh, and into the other right. part. So you were I sending built me a, videos. I built a, I built a stucco <laughs> planner during COVID and I was really, really proud of it. It was a lot of work and it turned out really well. And I bought these three beautiful plants and Charlie's an outdoor cat. Um, well, sort of an outdoor cat, um, like. She likes to be outside, like not to roam around, but you know, she, she enjoys the, she enjoys fresh air. So, um, so anyway, I'm looking at these plants and they're thriving. And then I see the one on the left, not, <laughs> not looking very happy. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this plant? And so, you know, I, I, and I'm like, why is it like, happy? I've watered it. It gets sun. I give it miracle grow when it needs it. Like, I get, you know, like I've taken, I like to take care of my plants. Like, why is this one so miserable? And slowly but surely, I'm just watching this very like long, slow death of this beautiful plant. <laughs> well, turns out Charlie was Picked killing my fucking plant. She was, she's like, this is great. Thank you, Kate. Thanks, totally. Mom. She I killed my here. fucking plant. And I was like, you son of a bitch. You killed my plant. And then so, you kept sending me videos. Yes. Of her pooing like mid, like you, as she was doing it, you're like, look at her. <laughs> exactly. No shame whatsoever from this cat. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not like, I, I want to give this cat what she wants. This is what I'm going to do. So I clearly like, you know, had to clean out that spot and I took out the old plant and I built her 
a bathroom stall. I built like a border between the areas she was going and the other two plants along this stucco planter. And I bought these big, beautiful rocks and put them where the good plants were because she doesn't like to walk on rocks. And I built this wooden border that she can't hop over. And now Charlie has her own fucking bathroom stall outside in the backyard. She sure does. Killed my plant. She made sure of it. Also, Mo talks a lot. Oh, Mo, Mo, Mo will kill you. Yeah. Well, she'll just get right into your face and like stare at you. Yeah, I love it. And then she'll have this. You get annoyed, but I get it. I love it. I could have it. But I don't have to live with her doing it all the time. But when have I you come heard over, it, there's she gets the yips at certain parts of the day. And when she gets the yips, you have to stop what you're doing and just cater to it. And um, she likes to wake you up with like a like I, I get woken up a lot in the morning with a with a very heavy paw being dragged down my face. Yeah. She's not trying to be mean. She just wants she wants you awake. Yeah, I I can't think of I love mm, I love them so much. I'm like, they don't do anything wrong. I'm trying to sit here and think of what they do, what any of them do that annoy me. But Banjo does have a habit. So you told me to get the litter robot, mm-hmm. which changed my life. Game our changer. Lives. Game changer. Yeah. Highly recommend it. We should get an ad for the litter robot. It's so great. She, we call it litter chin because basically... Oh, because she gets in there. Always in the, yeah, we thought it would stop once we got the, but because it's high up, you have to really crawl. So whenever you don't see Banjo, because she's usually around like a little shadow, you go Banjo, and then she comes out, and then she has litter stuck in her little beard. Banjo has a licky problem. She does. She does. I think that's probably her biggest flaw is the, the incessant licks. It's probably her only flaw, but it's bad. I think she's, I think she's, um, trying to herd people like, cause she doesn't do it when you're one-on-one, but the second somebody else enters the equation, she starts licking everybody's feet or any or skin, like overly, if you wear a or, shoe or she's getting stimulated, exposed. right? No, I think she's like, are you good? I'm good. Here, let's, you go here. I'll go here. Like she's trying mm. to control the situation. They're all perfect. Oh my God, they're the greatest. They all have their little quirks. There's nothing wrong with them. Charlie and Mo have, for their very, very distinct personalities, I mean, what I would do for these two. Yeah, and Peggy and Chi-Chi are so independent that you just round the corner and they're doing something adorable. I take a lot of pictures of cats now. Like Like if Peggy's sitting on a pillow in the sun on the deck, I have to go get my camera. This is what I've turned into. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just I'm obsessed with both of them. I'm looking at Charlie right now sitting on this new chair that I'm really I've been waiting a long time to get. And it finally arrived and I'd love to sit in it, but I can't. Mm. Well, see, that would be a picture I would take. Yeah, but my phone is charging because it's out of battery. Um, All right. Should we do one more? So recently, my mom wanted to do 23andMe for her Mother's Day present because uh, she didn't know who her biological dad was. And to move this story along a little bit faster, um, essentially, we found out that my biological father wasn't mine, <gasps> wow. which I'm hearing kind of happens a little bit Whoa. more than expected wow, wow. with uh, 23andMe. Anyway, um, I got a hold of biological father, and he bought me a ticket 
to go and meet him. The other side of the story is that I'm a wildland firefighter switching over to structural Whoa. firefighting. And I've been volunteering for this firehouse for a while, and I, the opportunity has arose for me to become a full-time employee. And uh, essentially, it falls along the same timeline as me going to meet this guy. Um, he's 75 years old, not in the best of health. And, you know, part of me is worried that I'm going to miss the opportunity to meet him, while the other half of me is concerned about the career I've been working towards and have been, uh, you know, putting in so much time for. And so it's kind of, it's that, uh, you know, the fight in all of us, like most humans or, you know, people working for certain things is career versus like personal life, right? Or career versus the opportunities you have in life. I've asked a lot of friends and different uh, family members and things like that in my life what I should do. And it's always just this. It's a mix of opposing views. It's a mix of opposing sides. Like some people are like, yeah, I go with your gut and, you know, go meet him before you, you know, can't and you can't get time back that you've lost. But that also falls in line with, you know, my career side. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, you've worked so hard doing your firefighting stuff and getting all sorts of training for this opportunity. Don't squander it. So I keep going back and forth in my head, uh, you know, between wanting to go meet him and also wanting to further my career. So if you guys have any pointers or any suggestions as to what would best work, I'm all ears. Or just to hear your guys' opinion would be kinda of helpful. Like I said, I've asked I've asked this of a lot of people and I just kinda of am curious as what he you guys think. All right. Well first of all Wow. Respect to the firefighters. I love a firefighter. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Were you a hotshot? Is that what you mean by wild? uh, What was she? Wild wild, uh, land fire. Yeah, like forest fires. Yeah, they're called. I think. Aren't they hotshots? I don't know. I just watched a movie about or a documentary about hotshots. Is that what she wore? Whatever she's doing, it's all scary. And amazing. She's Whatever a hero. she's doing is really brave. And thank you so much. Um, you know how strong you have to be to be a firefighter? Oh, my goodness. The heat alone. Well, no, you have to lift the hoses when they're full of water. They're very, very heavy. You have to carry people. But you're around like Up and downstairs. Heat. Yeah. All while hot. Um, okay. Anyway, so respect. <laughs> wow. To this is a big situation. Major. What did you come um, up with? Well, I'm, I I was thinking she did 23 and me. I did ancestry DNA once and for the life of me, I cannot figure out that fucking website to save my life. And I'll get little notifications saying there's been a hint and I'll open it up and I'm like, where the fuck is the hint? Like, what's yeah, the hint? And what does that mean anyway? Well, yeah. So, but I didn't do 23 and me, so I don't know how their, their. The data breakdown works. Yes. Yeah. Or how user friendly their, their, their website is. But ancestry, I'm not a fan of. I guess I'm wondering how long was, first of all, that's a huge deal that. 75 years. Well, no, that's how old he is. That's how old he is. I don't think you can. I'm going to guess 40 plus years. Right. Or somewhere in there. And I guess I'm wondering how, where does this biological father live and how long was the trip planned? Like, why do you have to give up one thing for the other? 
I bet it's timing. I bet once you start this job, it's hard to get time off. I was wondering that too. Like there, there must be a reason she can't straddle both or right. she wouldn't have this dilemma. She'd be like, oh, I could kind of figure it out and wiggle my way around it. But she can't. I, my advice, because if I was in this situation, I wouldn't want to sacrifice either one. So I'd figure out a way to make both work. And, does and this that is mean, where I was going to go. Does this mean having your biological father maybe coming to see you instead of you going to see him? I thought that one. I thought that was a good fix. But um, he sounds un- like maybe he's not healthy enough to travel. Well, that's why I'm wondering what, what's the distance? Like, does he live in another country? I don't know. Is it like, like, do you not get weekends off? I, I was just, yeah, I just think there's, I just think there's a way to do both. And I, it's not an either or for me. I thought, what about a slow, um, a slow getting to know him where you spend a long time either on Zoom or FaceTime where you get to know him and everything about him. And, you know, the trip to actually see him in person could be planned around maybe a vacation or some time off that you get. But at least you can get that side of it satisfied. That's not a bad idea. But also, wouldn't you want to then get that physical... Of course, but I'm saying you can put hours in online, you know, getting to know each other. Right. And where you can actually see each other and ask all the questions and get the history. And see, the I don't know enough part, about, I don't know enough about what the schedule is to an active firefighter. Like, do you get days off? Um, you know, do you work, is it a seven day a week job? Maybe sometimes it is. I don't know. What are the I bet hours? When she, I, I bet the transition is is pretty hardcore, where you have to show up a lot right. at first. Whereas right. maybe if she was in the other unit, it's more everyone's more comfortable, and I, they could. I don't know. There must be something about the the switch. I wish I had a more concrete suggestion, but I really believe there's a way to do both. Me too, and because I don't think you should sacrifice either. At all. And I definitely don't think you should sacrifice a job you've been working your whole life towards. Um, but I understand the the weight of this and the importance. Um, but I just think with technology, there's a way to get to know the man. Because if you're going to sacrifice either one of them, you're going to go to sleep at night with some form of regret because each one is very significant. Exactly. So why do that to yourself? Right. Try to try to work it out to do both. Yeah. And, you know, every you know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. So but I genuinely believe you can when there's a will, there's a way. And you can make it both. You can make both happen. The holidays are coming up. Do you have to work on the holidays? I wish I knew more about what it's like to be the day. I don't life think of a fires firefighter. stop because it's no, a holiday. they don't stop. They probably like get worse. N- no, because people course. are at home. Like I'm going to, no, uh, I'm going to. Obviously, fires don't take Christmas tonight. off. But um, what, but what I'm saying is, I don't think that this the same fire crew works seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. I'm sure there's alternating shifts and schedules and whatnot. Right, because they must be tired. Yeah. 
And I guess maybe if you have seniority, you would get more. I don't know. I'm fucking Sometimes I wish these were live so we can actually ask these questions and get answers. I know. But say la vie, as they say in France. I'd say get your get your get your dad. I'd say have your biological father. See if there's a way to have him come to you. Get him a little hotel room. If you feel comfortable, have him stay with you if you have the space. Truly based on your comfort. Get him an Airbnb close by to you. Really going into it. Yeah, because I, I really want this person to get... I don't believe you have to sacrifice either one, and I don't like when someone feels that they should. I'm with you. Was that good advice or no? I mean, it was... I don't, I don't know if we gave good advice. I just think we gave advice. <laughs> yeah, true. We, get, we, we added to the... To we, her fault, to her plethora of advice that yeah, she's, she's like, already thanks. gotten. It gave me nothing. Well, we can't be the only two that said you don't have to give. We're not the only two. We can't be the only two who said you don't have to give up one for no the other. No way. There's no way that somebody hasn't come up with that already. Yeah. But I just think there are reasons. That's what I mean. That there must be reasons that, sh- that she can't. Right. Here we are back at not helping a lot of people. There we go. Every I week. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're good at. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Pants. Listen, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. And we will uh, be getting to all these questions that you guys have either called in or written in. Uh, we want to offer you no advice. <laughs> so keep keep uh, keep keep writing and calling. Keep on we keeping love on. Keep on keeping on. That's see, that's a good. There it is. I like keep on keeping on. Uh, so or is that keep on shine off. All right, everyone. Well, keep on keeping on. Inspirational quotes. Till next week. Adieu. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Kate Menig and me, Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa DeMonts. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.